It is a crippling and mysterious disease that makes everyday life a minefield for some 5 million Americans, OCD, or obsessive compulsive disorder. And one of those people is superstar comedian Howie Mandel. On stage, he makes millions of people laugh, but off stage, he can't shake hands with them or touch a doorknob or a glass or even be with his own family at times. Here's David Muir. It's 7 o'clock in the morning, and Howie Mandel arrives at the set of Deal or No Deal. First trick of the day. Almost immediately, glimpses of the Howie Mandel that he's kept secret for most of his career. Handrails are my enemy. I never go near a handrail. I won't open those things. I would never serve myself. I wouldn't touch this because a lot of people have touched that. This is actually my, my nightmare. Mendel has obsessive compulsive disorder, OCD. I love this. Every door should just push out. His obsession, germs. An obsession made famous with his trademark fist bump. And what's the difference between shaking the hand and, and the fist bump? In my mind, this is a Petri dish. Otherwise, I would spend the day as I have in the past in my life in the men's room rubbing and scrubbing and scalding. But as we were about to learn, Howie Mandel's OCD goes far beyond that fist bump. Offstage, it is all-consuming. Look, everything's brand new each day. That's normally how a workstation looks. Look at my stuff. All brand new, not touched. Even Mandel's trademark bald head is this way by choice. This feels so streamlined and so clean. You know, it just it feels works. cleaner. Not even 8.30 in the morning, and we've barely scratched the surface. Mandel has written a new book called Here's the Deal, Don't Touch Me, revealing his at times crippling struggle with OCD. It's, it's uncomfortable, and it's, it's hard, and uh, it's somewhat embarrassing. There were many times when I wanted to back out. I'm not somebody who sits down with strangers as I sit here. We go way back. But it's not even you, it's them. Mandel's fans would never know just how deep it goes. Until now, the audience had only heard this. You and Mandel does not shake hands, okay? How you either Mandel knuckle him, you can hug him. You can knuckle him, you just can't shake his hands. Backstage, it's the rush to the set. Howie Mandel has been on stage for 30 years now, first making his mark as a manic young comic from Toronto. What? What? <laughs> there would be more than 20 appearances on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. I've been carrying this for about two months now. It's a lucky rabbi's foot. <laughs> See, a lot of folks would think that's what would set off a panic attack, is sitting next to Johnny Carson, your idol. That's totally different than the fear that OCD injects into my life, which is a terror. He would go on to star in the TV drama, St. Elsewhere. That's Dr. Twerk to you. He was the voice of Gizmo in Gremlins. And Bobby in Bobby's World. I don't think you should plug that in. His daytime talk show. Here's Howie. He had a short run. Years went by. And then just as he considered bowing out of show business altogether, the phone call that he first considered an insult. Your wife called this one, though, right? Yeah, my wife said, take it. Take the deal. Mandel tells us he never could have predicted the show's success, an audience of nearly 20 million viewers an episode. Nor did he imagine he'd ever be talking about his mental illness. You dropped the pill. Yeah. As our camera rolls, yeah, it's right here. he drops the one anxiety pill he'd brought with him to the set. I don't want you to touch the floor, and I won't touch the floor. <laughs> I mean, now it's coming off like crazy. But it's, I, why? I'm not going to take it. 
To this day, Mandel is in therapy and on medication for the anxiety that comes with his OCD. He won't say which kind because he knows the millions of adults suffering from OCD are also looking for a cure-all. For him, this latest medication came after working with his own doctor and therapist. But you only brought one pill from the hotel. Yeah. So that means you'll go without it rather than have the one pill that you have. Right. This is precisely the kind of moment Howie Mandel kept secret for so many years until he let it slip, his battle against OCD on The Howard Stern Show. You know, I'm, I've got a germ fetish. What is your big fear? You're going to get disease? You're going to get sick? Yeah. Did you want to take it back immediately? It was devastating to me. You know, I, I was incredibly embarrassed, and I thought I had humu humiliated my family, and I thought that this is going to be the end of my career because people are going to know that I do have mental health issues. It was like, what, what have I just done? What did I do? What did I do? It wasn't funny. It wasn't funny, but it was real. And like the 40 million American adults who suffer from anxiety disorders, Mandel's began when he was just a child. He remembers as far back as six years old. They would make fun of me because I couldn't tie my shoes. Well, I could, but I didn't want to touch it. But I don't want to say I'm afraid to touch it because it's dirty, so I didn't. The battle in his mind was constant. I had like a fight going on inside. Like I gotta wash my hands or I feel filthy or I haven't spent enough time in the shower or I, you know, there's, there's something still crawling on me. There wasn't really a point in living anymore. Mandel is aware of the children we've reported on here after documenting their struggle with OCD for more than a year. Their own fears of germs had become debilitating. Like Bridget, afraid of germs from her own family, unable to sit on the same couch as her mother. Oh, don't, don't. Okay. There was Michelle, who spent hours in her shower under the scalding water. I pulled her out of the shower, and she just sat on the floor and rocked and cried. And there was Rocco, who begs his mother to reassure him every day that he won't get sick at school. Honey, I don't know what you're saying. I don't remember what? what I said about the day. You'll have a great day. Why do you do this? I said a, I said a couple things. Mandel sees himself in those children. He said he was an outcast in school, his humor out of bounds. Expelled from high school, he never finished. But he would find the stage, a place for his comedy, and a young woman who found his brand of humor charming. 30 years later, she sits beside him as his wife, and both remember the title of his first featured act. Borderline psychotic. When you look back at that marquee, how did they know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the first time you saw the rubber glove? Yes. Thank you very much. I thought he was nuts. Like, oh but I thought it was hysterical. But even then, the rubber gloves were no joke, carrying them for more than his act. And you knew that at the time? We didn't know it was OCD then, but we just, I did know that he took a lot of showers. He had certain rituals that he did, but I didn't know what it was. She also didn't know it would get worse. In describing what life is like, Mandel pointed us to the movie The Aviator. Remembering the portrayal of Howard Hughes, he said, there were striking similarities. At the end, he ends up naked in a room, locked away, uh, urinating into a bottle. And he doesn't want to face the world. And I said, you know, there are times. And, and it's, I'm not exactly when I'm that close to that. How many times do you think have you been that close to that scene, kind of trapped in a room? There's a couple times, moments in a month, when it's just hard, when it's just hard to go out or, or you know, face anything. A couple of times a month, paralyzed by his fears, and we wondered, how was he able to be a father? How did you raise three children? That was tough, that was tough. <laughs> the kids, when they were crawling on the floor, everything bought, it was so hard for him. And there was this, a second house built in the backyard for Mendel to escape the germs of his own family. A solitary place, where only Howie Mandel would go.
and it's embarrassing and it's hard, especially in front of your child. We have constantly told the kids daddy's uh, behavior in those moments is not something to be emulated. Are you able to hug, kiss, touch? Hug, kiss, do everything. It's just for whatever reason, it's the hands. It's the hands. I mean, if somebody's sick, I'll leave the room. Even the kids, if the kids are sick. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I, well, if the kids are sick, I'll put on a mask. If my wife's sick, I won't sleep in the same room, and I don't eat in the same room. I care for them, and I, uh, I'll be there, but I, you know, it's You'll hard. You'll be there down the hall. Down the hall. You wonder if the kids thought you were a surgeon at one point. <laughs> right. I think I was being somewhat, uh, trying to be a little bit entertaining. But they there aren't I, many dads who walk around the house with yeah, masks. Yeah, but you know what? The, the, the truth of the matter is, whoever your dad is or whoever your family is, that's your norm. As parents, they chronicled the family trips, but the whole story was never captured on video. Look over here, Jackie. My daughter was a teenager, and she crossed her leg, and the bottom of her shoe touched his leg. And we were, like, halfway to the airport. And he started saying, you got to take me home, because that was on the floor, and the floor is dirty, and it touched his pants. And think about the germs on his leg. 